some people that like, you know, outside looking in, they look like to me successes, full on successes. And, and what I'm realizing is they might've gone through some trauma and they might be a success. And I talk about the four quadrants of what I call success in my book. So we talk about like family, faith, finances and fitness and health and stuff. And, and they might have one of those components, but three are just jacked. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenke.com slash pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Janke. I'm joined today for the second time with Justin Arnold. Justin, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Like I said, just before uh, getting on here, I told you I'm out on a pair of skates here. Yeah, I'm out skating, trying to keep up with my uh, hockey kids. So. <laughs> That's awesome, man. You're in New York and it's cold. It's February 1st, so a lot of snow on the ground. It's awesome. Yeah, we got a lot of snow here. Uh, I'll flip the camera. Like, this is the pond I'm at. Like, I know you do some YouTube. So, yeah, we got, yeah. We got a good amount of snow here. That's my truck there in the background. But, uh, yeah, it's a warm day. Like I was saying, the sun is out, which is rare this time of year. And it's 40 degrees when it's been, like, you know, in the single digits and teens for, like, a few weeks now. So, it's like a – it's just not used to it. So, I'm actually sweating and I'm about to take this coat off. <laughs> years. That might sound to some people. <laughs> You get used to zero and 40 is balmy and warm. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So so what's going on with you and uh, your training and how are your workouts going? How are your clients doing? Yeah, like, everything's going really good. Uh, I actually, man, crazy story. So I went on a movement retreat at the beginning of January with my wife to Mexico and it was gorgeous and it was great, but the uh, we had to do regular testing on the retreat because to get back in the United States, you know, you have to test negative. So me and another guy had really no symptoms with him and I tested positive. Everyone else tested negative, which turned into a real weird, interesting story. And I didn't really have any physical symptoms, but man, the neurological stuff, I started having some weird dreams for a couple of weeks, but again, like, you know, life comes in, in waves and, and even when storms present us, like we, we still, you know, we give a hundred percent of what we're capable of that day. So I was able to get back in the States on time and just, you know, uh, working with people, but being able to like go through the neurological effects of COVID is actually uh, opened the doors up to like people, more clientele that have gone through something similar, but almost too afraid to talk about it. So yeah, which is cool. And, and like I said, I started taking up skating and, you know, I think there's some people that walk into our gyms that are so uh, you know, might be going through like what I, I felt like Bambi when I first stepped out on this ice and, uh, I'm feeling a lot better, but like, I feel like a lot of people come to our gyms scared or, or nervous or, or, or whatever. So it's a very humbling experience and taking on something like this. It's, uh, not everybody takes on is, uh, my eyes up to maybe a better way of what some clients are, but 
still the gym good the the book's going well and it's bringing me clients that are looking for that like uh we kind of touched on it but like i'm having people reach out that have been through some of the stories i share in the book and looking for that whole holistic type training and so and looking to me as like the expert since i've been able to uh you know find purpose through all this the challenges and pains and things that happen in life so everything's going really well man feeling pretty good amongst the other things just like anything else life comes in ways but even when the way like the storms come you know just kind of uh work through it and and learn from it and grow from it so yeah that's cool man like you said uh you know you're kind of like bambi out on the ice and (laughs) sometimes we forget you know we've been working out so long and we've been trainers for a long time and then having like almost that that beginner's mindset kind of being forced upon you right and like it gives you another perspective of hey this is what it's like yeah beginner right maybe someone who's never lifted weights before or uh someone who's never really even worked out at all and that it's kind of nice to be able to experience that and be able to have yeah yeah i mean i'm a 41 year old man so like i try to think i try new stuff but never on this realm and never to the point where like you know, I kind of fall on my ass a couple of times here and there. And it's like, you're seeing these people literally, including when you have a, my daughter is a great skater, great hockey player, my nine-year-old too. When you have like a six-year-old girl skating literally circles around you, it's like, damn. <laughs> and, and your mind wants to quit and give up even with somebody like myself. But I was like, you know, I take on the challenge and I, I, I you know, I've been, I was tired of sitting and watching the sidelines and just, I want to be part of it. And it was kind of a little pressure of my son and my wife of uh, just, you know, getting out there and I did it and it was, you know, I didn't want anything else for my birthday. You know, I, I have everything I need or could ever want. So it's like, I just wanted a pair of skates and I got those. And just in like a couple of weeks time, it's created more memories and moments. And now my son's talking about like, Hey, looking to becoming a coach. I was like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. That's, that's still the role. But it's kind of cool <laughs> that I think it's, it's good from a lot of different points. Like uh, just challenge people to try something totally out of your realm and totally right. something scary because one, I'm creating more moments with the people I love Two, yeah. like being a parent is hard. And I think sometimes we want to put on this like Superman front or like the superhero, like, like never make mistakes. But I think it's good for the kids to see that even as adults that we keep learning new skills, keep growing and keep screwing up and learning from mm-hmm. those screw ups. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. I, I think we think we're only supposed to make those when we're younger, you know? And, and, and so there's a lot of good to be seen in that. So the kids can witness that and spend more moments with them. And then again, like I already said, like it puts a perspective into the, the clientele, like it challenges us. So, you know, that 1% better, yeah, personal development, reading the books, do it, doing all the health things. But what about just like taking on something different? You know, so that's kind of my challenge on people. Like do something like scary and scary is different for everybody. This is kind of, scary especially when i see some like kids and then like even like people my age do it really really well you know there's that awkwardness about it but i'm I'm grateful i'm doing it so Mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome i mean good almost doing that thing where everybody around you looks at you and goes wait a minute you don't skate you know (laughs) around here yeah yeah yeah. right right? (laughs) you're just like throwing such a like such a curveball at life and being like hey i'm just gonna challenge my nervous system i really like what you said too about you know, being a role model as far as growth. Like, I, I think kids don't expect you to be perfect, but how do you handle that growth? How do you handle being a beginner? Um, you know, I, I try to do this. I, I don't know if I do the best job, but I, I definitely make an effort where, you know, let's say I 
am grumpy one day and I speak in a certain way to one of my kids and I'm like, Ooh, I really, that wasn't cool. Like, and you know, owning that and showing them that, Hey, dads make mistakes too. And I'm just a person and I have 30 years on you, but still it's, um, it's a growth process. Right. And I'm doing what I, uh, what I need to do to take myself to the next level. And in your case, the skating connection with your family. I think that's awesome, man. Yeah. I grew up in like a household and I talk about this a little bit in my book, but like, I think my parents did the best job they did, knew how with what they had and everything else, but it was common. Like, you know, even when they yelled or screamed, like that was scary. And like, I got nothing out of that effect. It made me want to do less of what they were saying. Exactly. And, and I've, I've talked to them about this. So like, it's just something I was uh, the awareness that I had. So when I go into parenting, like try not to do that but like you said it happens especially like in sudden moments where like right. whatever like let me give an example seven our house like my son or my daughter son whatever you pick either one they're both guilty of it like out of nowhere like for whatever reason we just turn our head all of a sudden they're like they're hitting their sibling like hard enough we're like that's just not that's just not called for and then we scream and yell and like wait should we have responded in that way so like right. i think sometimes owning up even in front of the kids and like hey what you did was wrong, dot, dot, dot. My actions weren't the best either. I want to apologize. But I want to understand dot, 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 dot. You know, I think, I think even coming up to your kids and letting them know, like, like even coming back around, even if you did, you know, discipline, if you realize you could have disciplined them or handled the situation di- differently and running up to that, because at the end of the day, what are we trying to do? We're trying to teach and grow better versions of ourselves and our children and how are we going to do that unless we own up to even the mistakes that we made so that they know that that's, there's a better way to handle these situations. And I think as parents, we need to realize that sometimes too. And again, we're all, we're all on this life, this journey, and we're all learning as we go. So like be okay with like literally like feeling like Bambi sometimes and falling on the ice. Like I am here, even when it comes to parenting, me coaching, whatever it else. So right. yeah. Yeah. Other than that, like just doing that, like uh, hoping to get out in the public more as it warms up here and as people go open up, but I know there's still, especially here in New York state, some limiting factors. Like I want to get some book signings in. I want to, I want to do some public speaking and, and workshops and stuff, but, but right now just kind of like riding the wave in this winter, you know, and just trying yeah. to make the most of it. One thing I hear people say, especially if you live around here, is like you hear people complain about the winter. But like I said this to a number of people, man, if you stay active and you find fun stuff to do, like whether it be like sledding down these hills behind me or whether it's skating on the ice or, or throwing snowballs and building a snowman and just having it looking for that hot coke on the inside, you really don't think about the cold and then you just think about the various adventures. But if you sit inside and you have time to think about how horrible this is, I guess what, what you think about is what it becomes it's and, be it horrible. Exactly. and it grows. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, and then that becomes I, I like, your, your, yeah. thing, your topic of conversation. And then there's certain people that you see and that's just what you talk about. Oh man, the winter. Oh man. Yeah. You, I didn't know. Believe I didn't. Just, yeah. <laughs> Growing up, I don't know how I felt about things. I mean, I was a kid, but like as I've gotten older, I've gone through my phase. I lived in Kentucky for a while. I know I hated winter there. So like, and not to say like I've been this like oh, I love all seasons, but as I get older and experience it and really embrace them, and know I can't change winter <laughs> unless right. I move. But I, move, I really, yeah. I I really like season. I really like I like yeah. it all. Like I, I I think you know I enjoy the parts of fall a little bit more when it's a little bit cooler. You know I enjoy the donuts and the pumpkin spice lattes. You know? Nice. So, yeah. This just in: personal trainer admits to eating donuts. 
Yes. And I, I try to find healthier ways, but yeah, like, you know, there's a compromise. I think everything in moderation, I want people, I want people to, yeah, exactly. Like I want people to enjoy their life. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't mean like only eat donuts and find healthy alternatives. I think you need to have your chicken and broccoli too, but I, uh, I believe in, 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 you know, you got, you got to have a healthy relationship with everything, you know, you know, obviously if you got a wife or a significant other or kids, whatever you have a healthy relationship to, like, you know, those things grow, but so many people have turned into like movement and nutrition and have these, these bad relationships with them. And like, like, Oh my God, I got to work out because I didn't yeah. do anything. And I ate like crap for my entire life. And it's all this negative verbiage and the words and the things and the, the, the connotations towards it and the connections to it. But if you just flip it around and be like, you know, I get to do this movement and this is a gift for my body and the food is a gift to fuel. And like, like it sounds kind of cheesy and silly if you use whatever words you want, but that's what I work with my clients and just develop these healthy habits and healthy conversations and healthy relationships with everything that's important to them or needs to be important to them. And guess what? When you're, when you have that healthy relationship, you're more excited to see it. But when you like, for example, if you're pissed off your wife, do you really want to be around her? No. And then those things keep pushing farther and farther away. Same thing with food and nutrition, same thing. Like the more you have like a healthy foundation and a healthy relationship with it, the more you want to drive to eating healthier and eating movement. Sounds simple, but it's not easy, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. Well, I think it's funny that I think it's funny what happens because when we're kids, you know, like our favorite our favorite subject in school is like recess and lunch, right? We just want to go outside and play with our friends. Oh, yeah. And then when we get older, it stops be it stops being play and it starts to become oh, I gotta I gotta do thirty minutes on the treadmill and then I gotta go lift. I gotta do three sets to ten and then I gotta do you know, it becomes a got to do instead of get to do. And I think that is a big difference. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your book. Cause I know last time we talked, sure. you, you were just putting it out and it sounds like, like you, like you really put yourself out there as far as, and you alluded to it a minute ago, as far as you had some trauma in your past life and how you've sort of overcome that. Um, what have, what have been some of the responses to the book and, and like people, coming out i mean same thing with me too this is awesome every single review so far on amazon has been great and been five stars and if you're listening right now and you've read it and you feel five stars called uh if you don't know much about like ratings most people are vowing to give bad ratings so if you read my book and you love it please go out because it gives just the analytics of things it gets in more people's hands to help them but one of the things that surprised me is the people that have been reached out to me and that have been impacted by it. Like there's a certain population that I was like, okay, they'll benefit from this. And that was people like to give people a little background. Like, you know, I, the book covers a lot of different pain. Like I've been through a lot. Some people say you, you were like a cat who blew through his nine lives, but it wasn't just like, like, I mean, yeah, it includes, I've broken my neck twice, uh, one in a snowboarding accident, one in a bad car wreck. I've had nine staples in my head. I've had brain hemorrhaging. I've had uh, precancerous polyps in my colon. I've had a torn rotator cuffs, but prior to all that, like at age about, like, if you go back to birth, honestly, like I had a twin that didn't survive birth, but yet I did, you know, I, I age five through about age nine, I was sexually molested and abused by people close to me. Uh, and this went on. And then one of those people even decided to burn down my house with me inside and my, my siblings inside. So, uh, we obviously made it out. I'm alive and nobody died in these things, but people were hurt and these things, uh, for those that have been through any kind of trauma, whether it be sexual, or whatever, we, you may not know it or you do know it. It la- it can last forever, and it can become such a part of your subconscious. Especially research is now showing before the age of seven, it, it literally changes your DNA and like 
change it affects your central nervous system and everything else. And unless you grow from it and learn from it and address it and are self-aware of how it might impact, we might see it as we get older as like I'm yelling at my kids or my wife or I eat unhealthy or I have late nights or I have an addiction to drugs or alcohol. There's various vices and things that could manifest itself later in life and we don't seem to correlate it to the trauma. But I'll tell you what, they're finding out a lot of these things and the, that happen later in life and how our personality to, to, to everything else. Uh, we are a product of our environment and those things can literally change us no matter how great everything is after the fact. So uh, I just want to point that out. And, you know, so what I have found is purpose through it. It's, it's like, you know, a couple of different things can happen from those things is that we can go one of two ways. I feel like, you know, we can either try, especially as men, men who have dealt with that, we, we might look at it as a weakness or something. So we want to like, forget about it. You know, if more time goes on, oh, it's just going to go away, but that never really happens or it becomes such a part of us that it affects everything about us and everyone around us creating this like negative domino effect. Uh, but we just don't see it as a trauma that happens. So we got to address it and we got to be real with it and we got to learn and grow from it. Uh, and, and understand that it's just part of our story. Uh, and when we can like say it out loud and talk about it on a podcast and to the point that we're comfortable that this, it doesn't have to define us. It, it could just be a challenging growing moment uh, that, that just happened to occur to us. And then, you know, you're, you're really moving in the right direction. And, and yeah, so the people, like I said, some people that like, you know, outside looking in, they look like to me successes full-on successes and and what i'm realizing is they might have gone through some trauma and they might be a success and i talk about the four quadrants of what i call success in my book so we talk about like family faith finances and fitness and health and stuff and and they might have one of those components but three are just jacked and you can almost correlate it back to some of the trauma that they had earlier in life so they they've been blown away and some of the things that I do, I obviously offer tips and, and how I work through things. But at the end of each chapter, I offer key takeaways. Cause like one thing is like, I talk about, I have ADD or I was diagnosed, but I just didn't want to look at it as a limiting factor. I would look at it as like a superpower of sorts. Yeah. And so like it, maybe you read the whole chapter, like, man, what are you talking about? Oh, cool. Awesome. Thanks for the takeaways. But I also mm-hmm. offer uh, questions, Q and A's at the end, because I want people to grow. I want people to grow. And like, that's what I've always wanted out of anything. And and I was like, man, if I was reading this book, what would I want? Man, I would want to like really challenge myself with some Q&As. And I really encourage people uh, to read the, the, this book as a group if you can. Or, you know, come back to, to, to somebody you know that has read this book. Maybe and create small little community groups out of it uh, and yeah. talk. Like, in almost like AA meetings because that's what's kind of happening on a small scale. And people are growing. And some of these questions are tough. Some of them are challenging. And whether you've been through worse things or not even have things, I I guarantee everyone can find at least one beneficial thing out of this book. Uh, One person who read it, who's a doctor, just blown away was like, man, it got him to actually think like, uh, like to really just look at a different perspective. It like when bad things happen to him, like he would be the type he told me that he would be pissed off or try to get angry at or try to ignore it. But now he's trying to face it and realize this is an opportunity that yeah. I couldn't control, but I can grow. And I'm like, that's it, man. That, that's the thing. And, and I think we just need to be kinder to ourselves and learn that life is full of experiences. And we're all like doing great at times. We're all effing up at times. And just to, you know, like 
win sometimes and grow sometimes is kind of mm-hmm. kind of the thing. So uh hopefully people get that out of it and it, everyone's telling me it's a roller coaster ride so it's not completely down here it's ups and downs and it definitely ends on a good note and and it's a quick read everyone's telling me to give you an idea it's about 220 some pages and i could have wrote it like if i didn't have editors it probably would have been double that because <laughs> I, <laughs> I just like i was on a like i was on like this like riding rampage some mornings but yeah, maybe a book two or three yeah yeah uh-huh. it's, it, i never i never thought i could or would write a book and now it's like I'm um, kind of marinating on the idea, like what's next. I'd love to, right. yeah, I'd love to kind of maybe put something else out there, but it's just kind of like what now. So, awesome. What's the name of the book again? Purpose through pain: finding limitless potential in the presence of adversity. It is on Amazon. Awesome. It is on. It is paperback and it's a Kindle version. The hardcover should be coming within the month or so. That was a whole undertaking too, uh, and then. Yeah, there's a website too. So you can get it on Amazon, but you can go to justinarnold.com. And that's Justin with an E N, J U S D E N A R N O L D.com. Uh, and then I have my gym website, which is flex with two X's, MP.com, F L E X X M P.com. So nice. that's awesome, yep. man. Well, hey, thanks for thanks for joining me again. This is awesome. Good to see for you again. For sure, man. Always glad a pleasure. Glad you're learning how to skate. And uh, <laughs> got to keep up with those kids, man. They They're still, they're in the age where it's like, it's they're fun to play with they're not you know teenagers yet and they just want to leave to the mall all day so they're, yeah, they're super yeah. fun at this stage i got yeah. six nine twelve so i'm in the thick of it at various ages and it's just like it's a learning experience but all i can say is when people tell you life happens fast if you have kids it literally does it's and don't wait yeah. until a vacation carve out time if not daily weekly to really experience because it's not just about them it's also about you too and and it's a it's a cyclical thing so uh make that impact on you and those others and make that time yep yep 100 my oldest uh, my son is turning 10 in three weeks and i think back and i'm like man i remember when i turned 10 i remember thinking oh my god i'm gonna be a decade old i'm double digits and now what happened i'm 41 as well and he's 10 this is crazy just you're 100 right it goes fast i remember him being born holding him crazy i know it seems like yesterday sometimes so awesome right yeah it's so weird anyway i go on on and on about that but yeah for for sure sure. sure. (laughs) all right justin well uh we will definitely talk soon thank you everybody for watching justin arnold health in the real world thanks again justin thanks again take care brother bye to learn more.